Yo, what's going on, people? Welcome to the Miles Mikulski podcast, where we talk to some of your favourite artists and talk all things music-related, mainly hip-hop, but, you know, we might have to fling in a few things along the way. If you enjoy any of the content, make sure you follow me on socials, at Miles Mikulski. Basically, it's in my name. If you're listening to it right now, you'll be able to see my name right there. I ain't going to spell it out, because that's kind of long still. But follow me on socials to keep updated on who the next guest will be in the future. Anyway, without further ado, let's get into another episode of the Mars Mikulski podcast. What's going on, people? Joining me right now hey. is somebody who is doing a madness. Mm. I think, you, obviously, you have a name, but it's Lady Dreamville as well, isn't it? Oh, I guess so, yeah. 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 <laughs> it sounds kind of nice, isn't it? It does, it does. <laughs> Introduce yourself for the people. What's up, y'all? I'm Ari Lennox, and I'm first lady of Dreamville. There you go. It sounds. <laughs> I just think it sounds official. I think the next mixtape, album, or something, it has to be that. Oh yeah, it's def- it feels more official because, you know, I, I dropped the faux, the faux EP, and then now with Shea Butter Baby, like I feel like, okay, I made the label proud. Yeah. Still such a long way to go, but it's a good start, and I could, I could be proud more about being the first lady. Now. Yeah, I mean, I think you should be proud anyway. Yeah. Because uh, the first <laughs> thing we're gonna talk about. Is uh, you know that Busta Rhymes Mariah Carey song? You know that yeah. instrumental yeah. at Freestyle over the weekend. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Had to bring that up Yo, straight off the bat. I've just been wilding. I've been wilding in London. I've had too much time off to just act a fool on the internet. Yeah, what? I obviously we know what he said, yeah. right? But what triggered? Because that seemed like I'm in my bedroom. It's late. Uh-huh. Like I'm just gonna just turn up right now and just say what I have to uh-huh. say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, when I heard him say, I was just like, "Ooh, you are such a um, hypocrite." Yeah. You have mad songs about simple, ridiculous stuff. Yeah. You know, and uh, there's so many. I feel like there's more males in the rap game, mm. and most of them, I feel like, ain't talking about, you know, what Cole talking about. They ain't talking about conscious shit. So yeah. it's like. Let's not pretend like it's not the same way with males, like that they're that most of them are talking about like a certain amount of or certain topics or whatever. And so when I heard it, I was just like, yo, Meg the Stallion is fire and she has she can really rap. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Her flow is crazy. And I know for a fact you give her any topic, she would destroy it. And so I reached out to her, I was like, yo. Like, and I, I felt like I was kind of being messy because I, I shouldn't have told her that, mm. like, he said that. But I reached out to her. I was like, yo, like, I, I just, can you just please, like, destroy him? And um, so I don't know if she will ever, like, destroy him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, like, I took it upon myself to terrifyingly destroy him, even in a terrible way, because I can't rap for shit. Or anything like have that. You, have you tried though? I did that day, and as you can see, it was a fail. I mean, you you you, <laughs> you laughed and stumbled. Then I think the Instagram uh, live went off a bit for a second, and you brought it back. It became a poet, a poetry. Yeah, you went from like that little singing start to like just talk. You, t- you ended up being like Frank Ocean. You just right? started talking. Yeah, in, exactly. In the tube. Yeah. It was a hot mess. Um, so hopefully Meg will. I mean, I'm sure she don't have time to respond to his ridiculousness but and she's smart about it but i um i don't know i just felt the need to say something because there's yeah. so many women out there who are spitting you know detronada dreezy um meg the stallion doja cat um rico nasty um chica there's um rhapsody, rhapsody yeah. right 
um, Tierra Whack. Yeah. The list goes on. So. I think it's just. I think I looked at it, it was. It's a different generation. Mm-hmm. So it's so a death. It's around now, but yeah. Tronada and mm-hmm. Lil Key that season, mm-hmm. they could have got it, but it didn't. You know, okay. it's just. It's just. It's different. Mm-hmm. And we look at it and we think, okay, cool. That's someone from the past talking. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're not particularly mm-hmm. in the culture right now or mm-hmm. know what it's about and we move on right and we move on with shit but a baby <laughs> so, <laughs> so this is the first like official album mm-hmm. that come out it came out in may was it yeah yeah mm-hmm. so it's a couple months now because we were in july and i feel like the reaction has been really good i think r&b and soul music has made a really good comeback in the last say year and a half mm-hmm. and i feel like with shit but a baby the single and even the project as well it's done an absolute madness so how's it feel man it's been a dream like i'm surprised there's so many people who like love it there are people who support it who aren't black which i love because it's like you're supporting blackness you're supporting a whole movement of people who look like me people with extremely you know kinky curly hair like and chocolate skin and um natural African noses like yeah. thank you for su- yes yeah. the, thank you for supporting that because I feel like there's there's we aren't loved on enough and that's why I made this album yeah. like I want us people girls to look like me to be loved on more you know yeah so and I think uh, there's messages I feel like because it's the first official album and I feel mm-hmm. like now is that time where a lot of people are looking at you yeah whereas when you drop for example like foe that was People might have not necessarily heard about you that much because you'd only been signed to Dreamville for what, two years at the mm-hmm. time. So it was still very much Dreamville was building. Oh, yeah. And obviously, we're going to talk about the project in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, like, how easy was it to curate this? Because I think you were recording some of it from what, 2015 to this year? 2016, yeah. Up to this year. Mm-hmm. So, how hard was it or easy was it to curate? Like, you must have made loads of songs for this and only oh, what, 12 God. or 13 made the cut? Oh, yeah. yeah. So, to, with, for Shea Butter Baby? Yeah. How was it? Um, I mean, I mean, I just took it one song at a time. There yeah. were hundreds of songs. Crazy. So, like, we narrowed it down to 40, and then we wound up narrowing, narrowing it down to 12, I think. I think it's 12, yeah. 12. <laughs> I think it was Stikes, the last one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, we narrowed it down to 12. And, um, yeah, it's just been, it's been amazing. It's been exciting. It's been heartbreaking. I mm. mean... I lost my aunt and I, you know, I wanted her to see uh, this moment of the um, album coming out. But, you know, life has like a weird way of just kicking you in the balls or whatever. But it's how you rise from it that makes a difference. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, I mean, there were times I wanted to quit music and even sometimes still like today I got in a argument with my boyfriend and I was just like I don't even want to do anything today had to get myself together peel myself out of that bed because you know <laughs> that's why you gotta just wake up and be like look I haven't got time for the nonsense today okay. let me do my thing yeah okay. I'll chat to you later yeah. plus I'm assuming he's in, he's in America right yeah so then it's eight hours it's, difference it's literally it's just sad we miss each other yeah that's what's happening it's cause you've been in London turned up too much isn't it probably <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of the album as well has got like a very much new chapter new beginning feel to it as mm-hmm. well oh yeah and uh let's talk about share but a baby because mm-hmm. that was the song that kind of started the whole ari lennox wave in mm-hmm. the last couple of years obviously j cole's on that mm-hmm. uh, it was also on the creed, my life yeah. creed, creed 2 soundtrack yes and 
obviously a lot of people like that film at the time and again mm-hmm. Michael B. Jordan's doing amazing things oh yeah he's so great when you got the call mm-hmm. and they said this song's on there mm-hmm. how did it feel because first you're introducing people to Sheer Butter in the first place because some mm-hmm. people be walking around crusty all the time <laughs> and on top of that it's on the film <laughs> so how did I how did it feel yeah how did it feel to introduce Shea Butter to people yeah. I mean it felt cool I mean I'm glad um my best friend Brianna introduced Shea Butter, the actual Shea Butter, to me. Like you I, didn't, you didn't know about it before. I heard about it, but I never went out my way to use it years ago. And I, when I started using it, mm. I noticed my hair was stronger. The ends were less likely to mm. break off. So it's been a thing I kind of played with on and on, on and off because traveling a lot, it gets messy. So yeah, yeah. it's not something I could always have, unfortunately. But you know, I started using it for my hair and using it for my body. And then one day while using it in the studio, while a friend was making a beat, my friend Elite, um, I mean, I just, I added it in the song. I was like, Shea Butter Baby, you know, fucking up your pillows. Cause the pillow I was on, the couch I was on yeah. was just covered in like Shea Butter oil that it melted yeah. or whatever. So- I think the worst time is when someone's like sitting on level. Cause it's about to be a slip and slide. It's about to yeah, be yeah. a slip and slide. <laughs> a whole water park, yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's. I mean, it it changed my life. Like Creed two changed my life. Um, yeah. Steven, the director, um, he. I can't believe that he took a risk out on me to play my song in such an important part of the movie. And mm. not only did he play it, but he turns up the volume championed it yeah, yeah he's an angel for that and it was just things like that that really catapulted i guess this the success of the album really yeah but i have a long way to go but i think you've you said that but i don't think you i think you've got obviously like more projects to come and people to know about mm-hmm. you but i think this introduction that we've got from this album mm-hmm. and from that single mm-hmm. you've done great thank like, you yeah don't, <laughs> don't beat yourself down oh wow yeah thank you but that was the first song that you had with cole right mm-hmm. apart from obviously dream girl and right. that right so how did that feel was that the first time you got in the studio with him were there other tracks that are in the vault or mm-hmm. yeah oh well the first no the first song i ever did with cole was facetime actually when okay. i first met him i did facetime with okay. him um and like I always imagined him getting on it, but I think he heard more with Shea Butter Baby. Yeah. So he got on Shea Butter Baby. And when Cole is excited about something, he's gonna make an effort to do it. And so he got on Shea Butter Baby because he really, really believed in that record. Um, so yeah, that FaceTime was the first one we ever did. And then Shea Butter Baby was the first one that came out, I guess, that we did. Okay. So, yeah. so let's talk about a bit of your come up as well. Mm-hmm. So Washington DC. Yeah. Yeah. You gave me some scared look for a second. I was yeah, like, I was like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So how? I don't really know that many people from Washington DC. Uh-huh. Like as artists, I'm sure you might know a few. Oh yeah. Who do, Who are the people that we should be looking out for? Or. Uh, Gold Link. I... Oh yeah, Gold Link. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he, you know, I'm he not, a legend. He, he's in London for so long. Sometimes yeah, I'm just thinking, I know. yeah. He's from London now. <laughs> I'm trying to be like, oh, he's 21 wait. Savage. We claimed him now. I know, <laughs> right? Exactly. 21 Shady. We had no idea. He fooled us. But um, yeah, Colang, Wale. Um, let's see, who else? I feel so terrible because when I'm put on the spot like this, it's like. I mean, I didn't know that Goldlink was from Washington until I just remembered. So let's just leave, we'll leave it there for now. Right, right, right. What were you listening to when you was growing up? Um, 
growing up like DC artists or just like in, in general? Just in general, yeah. The Pocahontas soundtrack. Um, I was listening to the Pocahontas soundtrack. I thought it was great. Anything Disney. Um, Anita Baker, Alita Adams, Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey, SWV, 702, Omarion, Ja Rule, jo- Juvenile. Um, so you're basically just old school R&B bangers. Yeah, Biggie, Tupac. I mean, any any soul music, any hip hop music, any R&B music. Maxwell, Flo, Tree, Erica Badu, Tyrese. Like the list goes on. If it was out there, if mm. it was if it was mainstream, I knew about it. Even underground stuff, I knew um, about it. But, you know, Far Side. Also, my dad put me on Ella Fitzgerald and Billie Holiday. Oh my. John Legend. So we going backpack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some real soul girl. So how did that help shape your sound then? I mean, I just wanted to sound like all of them. I wanted to sound like Chrisette Michelle. I wanted to sound like John Legend. Um, and, you know, even listening to Erica Badu like a lot in high school, I, I know I wanted to sound like her. I wanted to sound like Lil Dragon. I wanted to. I just wanted a, a beautiful, strong voice. I wanted to sound like JoJo. It was mm. mad people, everything. Wait, we talk about JoJo like gal the singer, JoJo. The grown JoJo. Okay. Not, not little baby. Okay. Not yeah. little baby. Okay. <laughs> not little kids bop JoJo. Not, right not, <laughs> no, not kids bop JoJo. I'm talking about grown JoJo. Get out right now. That one. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah we talk about the same person. Yeah. <laughs> the legend, legend, legendary JoJo. I was a bagger still. Yeah. But we got to talk about Dreamville real quick. Okay, we're, we're getting towards the end. We're running out of time. And that project, Revenge of the Dream, is free. Crazy. Oh, thanks. Crazy. Well, I'm happy. Yeah, I mean, there's, you're on two of the tracks that came out. And there's like, there's a lot of tracks and there's a lot of names on there. There's names that we know, like mm-hmm. Buddy, obviously, mm-hmm. the rest of Dreamville, because. Bass, all of them. And you got right. like Wop Dad on there, and you've got other people that have mm-hmm. come through. Now, when I was watching the documentary, it looked quite hectic in there. Mm-hmm. It looked like there was always like 20 people in the room. It was. Everyone's turning up, and then it cut to you, mm-hmm. and you were kind of like by yourself, just mm-hmm. in a space. Oh, I found yeah, yeah, my yeah. privacy because <laughs> holy crap, I was. I was so overwhelmed, honestly. Like I, I loved it, but I, I definitely had to get drunk. I'm gonna work on that. <laughs> I had to get drunk because my anxiety couldn't take it. Mm. Like I, it was hard for me to be around so many people. Even though I, I have my moments where I like I want to be around a lot of people, but when I'm working, yeah. it's like I get intimidated. Sometimes I shut down. So I feel like a lot of the songwriters, they met me where I felt I was weak. They were strong. Yeah. Like Young Baby Tate, John Joy, Christelle, Vincent Barry, um, Dijon Styles. These songwriters really, Baby Rose really helped me yeah. find my voice in there. Um, got me. I recorded that in a room full of people. It wasn't even no real setup. It was a mic what? in the middle of a, it was as if I was performing on stage. That's how many people were in there. So no it, one should have to do that. Wait, so how, how hot <laughs> were you as people are just, because everyone's watching you. Were you even, I mean, luckily I was a little tipsy, yeah. and which is why I wanted to re-record it, but, okay. but he was like, no, it sounds cool drunk. And I was like, yeah, I'll I be the two you said that. No, no one noticed. <laughs> you know what I mean? So people out there, when they're watching and listening to this, they know now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, I feel you. So I, I just was... It was a lot to record it, but I'm so glad it all worked out. And it just shows like, don't ever, 
don't ever psych yourself out because yeah. it's all gonna work out and like sometimes that adrenaline and that fear can make you do better yeah. in the studio so now obviously there's only two tracks that you're on yeah and i know there's about 20 hundred more because mm-hmm. i when you're going through the whole documentary and we're seeing it, i'm like that song's not on there that song's on there <laughs> yep. I, I do i want that song that's not there <laughs> even the last song on the whole documentary uh-huh. where's that song okay so where is with situations okay. now where we're kind of thinking is it going to be like a 3.5 or you know i hope so i'll talk to cole about it i'll call yeah. i'll give him a call after this interview tell him, tell him london wants it <laughs> okay i'll <laughs> tell him i mean shoot if they're not gonna try to do something with the songs i did mm. that didn't make the album i'm gonna put it out on something so maybe i'll drop an ep next year or another project maybe at the end of next fall because I have too many songs. I'm trying to get another project out. You know what okay. I'm saying? Okay. This so. this year or next year? Next year. Oh, okay. next year. Next fall. So what is um, the plans for the rest of the rest of the year then? Um plans for the rest of the year. Um I'm opening up for a legendary singer, Lizzo. Hopefully that's okay. still happening. Fingers uh, crossed. Fingers yeah, crossed. fingers crossed. Yeah. September and October I'll be opening up for her. Then um after that, I do my own tour in December uh, okay. out here. So I'm really, really excited about both of those opportunities. And I'm going to just be creating music, training my dog because he's a hot mess. He's always trying to run away. So okay. I, there's a lot to do. Well, he's, he's going to miss you when you get back. Oh, I hope the, so. uh, Yeah, I think it's great. I think, again, fingers crossed. We don't know. I hope so. Shoot. Because sometimes I wonder if he really loves me. If he runs straight up to you, he, he loves you. If he doesn't, sorry. It's time to go. <laughs> yeah. Right. We don't have to give you away. <laughs> well, thank you for chatting with me today. Thank you for chatting with me. This was great. I mean, I appreciate Seriously. your time. Yeah. You're amazing, for real. Uh, <laughs> Can't see me on the camera while I was. <laughs> it was good energy, for real. Thank you very much. No problem.